0: I'm a follower of Jesus. It's the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd. Welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. We're in the middle of a series, actually the start of a series, um, that is the top 10 spiritual laws of all time according to our listeners. I've finished what are kind of my 10 to 15 best spiritual laws including the greatest principle and some foundational stuff. Last week, we started on the first of the top ten based on our listeners, and it's in no particular order. This week, we're on number two, and I and here's what I call it. Wanting. Wanting. Now, I would take 30, 60 seconds and just close your eyes and see what that word brings up to you. What emotions, what memories, what thoughts, what sensations in your body? Wanting, okay? Um, Harvard recently uh, completed a landmark study and it was written up in uh, Scientific American. Harvard recently completed on the Harvard campus what they called the happiness study. Okay? And they followed, they, they questioned and followed a thousand students for two years to see if there was a factor that would cause them to be more or less happy, more or less successful in life. And at the start of the study, when they were interviewing them, they, they uh, specified one of two things. Would you rather live your life, or are you living your life, based on time or money? And of course they were asking for an honest answer based on how they're living and how they plan to live once they get out of Harvard and into the world and all that, okay? And uh, some students said money, some students said time. Well, what Harvard found was what they called, and I'm reading some notes here, a one factor conclusion which is unusual in studies. Normally there's more than one factor and you have to discuss several things and how they interacted. But with this one they had a one factor conclusion and Harvard said, and this is a direct quote, one factor should be, drive- should be the driving force in every decision you make. I'll say that again. One factor should be the driving force in every decision you make as far as you being as happy and healthy as you can now and in the future, okay? So, they had these students. They would answer either time or money, and then they followed them for two years to see what happened. And the conclusion of the study is that it was virtually 100%. Those who had chosen money were less happy, less successful, less healthy on, you know, in all kinds of ways. Those who had said time were more successful, more happy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc., etc., and it was virtually a hundred percent. And after the one factor that should be your driving force in every decision based on this study, they called this, what I'm about to tell you, The only factor conclusion, the only factor, this is the only factor that seems to matter, the only factor conclusion, what made all the difference in the two groups was when decisions were made based on value, what had the most meaning and purpose, fulfillment, and what is right. the students that made decisions based on that criteria, what has the most value, the most meaning, purpose, fulfillment, and what is most right, were the ones that two years later were happier, healthier, etc., than the ones who had prioritized money. Well, for you as a believer, or at least I'm a believer, and this is the Recording we do for believers. Man, this is kindergarten stuff, right? Love of money is the root of all evil. Okay? Well, the interesting thing about the Harvard study is that even though everyone's heard that scripture and we've heard similar things as sayings out in the world, most people are prioritizing money not time, okay? They're prioritizing the stuff that money will buy over meaning, purpose, value, and even a lot of times what is right. They will lie to get what they want or get out of something they don't want. Okay? Well, again, by modern science, the Bible is proven correct. Focus on what is unseen. Lay not up for yourself treasures on earth. Lay up treasures in heaven. Look to the spiritual. Focus on what is unseen. Focus on what is true, lovely, excellent, worthy of praise. Do what is right. Focus on what is right, not what is wrong. Love above all. And if you, no matter what you do, if you don't do it in love, it won't profit you anything. Ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what they found at the Harvard study. Only they're calling it time. But it's really love, joy, peace, meaning, purpose, telling the truth versus lying, what is right. Okay? Um, I remember in junior high, two things in junior high. One day, I was walking uh, down the hall to my next class and I was walking behind two of my male classmates that were a few feet ahead of me. And I overheard a conversation they had that shocked me a little bit. One of them said, I would have sex with any girl in our class... in our class. Uh, I don't know what that was. The eighth grade class. Probably a hundred students or so. And that shocked me a little bit. And then the other one said, I would have sex with any girl in our whole school, which was many more people. And that shocked me even more, but you know, I started thinking about that and and then it didn't shock me so much. A second thing in junior high, we were having Wednesday night class at church and uh, it was like all of us 8th grade boys, junior high boys, and um, we all knew each other, went to school together, were friends, and uh, our teacher that night was Sid Smith, who uh, I had so much respect for then and still do today. Wonderful man but he had evidently drawn the short straw. He had to give the 8th grade boys the sex talk. And I mean, we could tell as soon as he came in the door, man, there, there was something tense going on here. But I'll never forget what he said. He said, okay boys, what if we had this month's uh, Playboy centerfold standing in the middle of the room completely naked? And boy, that's a picture to give to an 8th grade boy, right? So, believe me, we all pictured that. But then, then he said this that really made me think and has ever since. Would that, in and of itself, be wrong? And his conclusion, at least then, was no. That, in and of itself, there's nothing wrong there. Alright? That's not a sin, okay? I mean, maybe you could stretch it to the girl being immodest, but you know, maybe we ask her to do that for the, uh, an experiment or something. But in and of itself, it's not wrong. He said it depends on what you do with it that makes it right or wrong. And he's absolutely 100% right. Okay? It's what you do with it that matters. And here's what I mean by that. We come pre programmed, just like a computer that already has the software on it. And it will do anything that those software packages will do, but it won't do anything that those software packages won't do. And it comes pre programmed that way. So if you want to do something else, you got to go out and get another software, all right? Well, we come that way. We come pre-programmed for pleasure, pain, and safety, okay? If we're in pain, nothing else matters until we get out of pain, all right? If we're not in pain, then our focus tends to be naturally on pleasure, either from boredom or just pleasure for pleasure's sake. And safety, if we're not safe, either emotionally or physically, that will t- nothing else will matter until we become safe. Now if someone's in a long-term abusive situation where they can't get safe, then they'll often go to pain or pleasure. You've heard of people cutting themselves, uh, anorexia, um, you know, all sorts of things like that, all kinds of addictions in order to numb and not have to feel the pain, okay? That's when people aren't safe and they can't get away from it. All right, But if there's pain, nothing else matters. And if, there, if you are safe and there's no pain, then your focus is naturally going to be about pleasure. Okay. But when we get to 6, 8, 10, 12 years old, even though we're still programmed that way and will be for the rest of our lives, we're supposed to make a choice, a decision. Yeah. I know I'm programmed for pain, pleasure, and safety and if I see a girl, like we were talking about in eighth grade, if I see that this month's centerfold in the room naked, I am absolutely going to have thoughts that I should not act on in a certain way, right? You know what I mean by that, All right. The question is, which do I choose? Do I choose to act by pain, pleasure, safety, for the rest of my life, or do I say no? I'm going to prioritize, as Harvard and Scientific American found. Time. I'm going to prioritize what is a meaning, purpose, value, and what is right for me right now, here and there, and this in this moment. Okay. So, my question is, are you willing to make a vow to God? Are you willing to to say, you know what, I'll never do it right, but I am vowing that for the rest of my life, I'm going to prioritize time, not money. Excuse me. I'm going to prioritize what is the value, meaning, purpose, what is right, telling the truth, not lying, and love above all. I'm going to prioritize that, not money and what money will buy. And I got to tell you, I've been uh, counseling, coaching, doing therapy with people for over 30 years. Um, I set up the counseling program at three different churches where I worked for years. And I can tell you, among believers, I've noticed no difference at all in the percentage that are prioritizing money over time. Prioritizing money and what it will buy over what is meaningful, purposeful, right, a value, love. So how about you? Which are you prioritizing in your life? And if you've been prioritizing money, are you willing to make that choice? Are you willing to make a vow? as best you can. You'll never do it right. I'm going to start prioritizing not pain, pleasure, safety and money, but love meaning, purpose, value. You know what? Of, uh, of all the spiritual laws if you never hear another one, if you never put another one into practice but you put this one into practice I can almost guarantee you it will dramatically change the course of your life just as Harvard and Scientific American found that the, that the people that did prioritize that, they were way more happier, healthier, and successful than the other group, which is ultimately what you want. So, so, you, here's the takeaway. You need to want to not want what you want. What we naturally want, it's our programming, how we come out of the box like the computer. Pain, pleasure, safety, money. Because money can buy pain, pleasure, pain relief, pleasure, safety. Money can buy those things, okay? And much more. Prestige, image, whatever, all right? So there's two wants there. What we come programmed to want is is pain, pleasure, safety. But in our heart, down deep in our heart, what we all want, the spiritual part of us, we want meaning, purpose, value, what is right, love, right? So if you live your life just wanting what you want, pain, pleasure, safety, you're not going to get... What you really want most, value, meaning, purpose, love, okay? So you have to not want what you want. You have to start wanting to not want what you want. Because chances are right now what you want is more in the money category. Right? At least that's been my experience and that was also the experience of Harvard and Scientific American. But the only way you're going to be happiest in your life is to deprioritize money and prioritize time, love, value, meaning, purpose, etc. So to get what you really want you have to quit wanting what you want as far as the pain, pleasure, safety. Evaluate that on yourself this week. See how it goes. But I can promise you, you shift your life to time priority, value, meaning, purpose, all all that. You shift to that, you're gonna become happier, 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 healthier, 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 and in the important ways, more and more and more successful. And you can't stop it. It's a spiritual law. So try it this week. Want to not want what you want. Have a great week.